Nigel Yeldon, our rugby editor, joins the program. Nigel, can you give us the latest on Rico Iwani, Jerome Kano and any other injuries that the All Blacks may be experiencing at the moment? Yeah, well, with Rico Iwani, it's actually an illness. So he has also contracted the mumps. Now, remember that Jack Goodhue had to stay home in New Zealand prior to departing on the end of year tour. That was because Jack actually had the mumps uh, as well. Now, Rico Iwani has been isolated from the squad in London. He uh, wasn't able to go to the game, had to watch the game on TV back at the hotel that they were staying in in Teddington. Um, So we are told that he has trained this morning. Be touch and go as to whether or not he is available. Steve Hansen saying that the... Uh, illnesses are not linked. Of course, it's a, a contagious type disease. Uh, but those two players weren't actually in contact or near each other um, prior to departure. So it is a separate uh, incidence there. So Rico Iwani back training may may not play uh, against France next week. Um, Jerome Kano has got an issue with regards to the He's injured the posterior cruciate ligament in that game against the Barbarians. I'm trying to do a little bit of research. I'm not the most medically minded person, but but looking at just some of the stuff that people who have had these sort of injuries, even minor ones, talk about, I can't see them myself based on based on some of the, the, the stories that have been recounted. It's hard to see them being involved in any other game on this particular tour, uh, even if it's a mild one, generally sort of, you know, just two to three weeks, sort of just to, to rest and get it back to where it needs to be. But Jerome Cano... Uh, he has uh, got that uh, PCL injury, and so he is another player that is a, his involvement in this tour is in doubt. Yuwani probably only for this game in Paris as he's a little bit touch and go. Hey, Nigel, how about Steve Hansen and what he was telling us yesterday and what he may be saying privately to his squad about that performance? Do you think there would be much difference in the way the message is being delivered? No, I actually don't think it is. I think, you know, when you look at this game, you look at the game in Leon, the midweek game, it is about getting some players who haven't played a lot of rugby or those that haven't had the opportunity to wear the all-black jersey, um, trying to get them some game time. I think, you know, he'll be reasonably happy. When you look at the experience or lack of in that team, the way they got their act together at halftime, clearly they got some good messages that were given to them by the coach, but you still got to go out and do it. And defensively, you know, the Barbarians just kept coming at them for, for 40 minutes, and I thought the All Blacks did a great job defensively. They had to scramble on a couple of occasions, none more so than the guy I'll throw in for the weapon of the week, Quaker Smith. How good was he? He was awesome. Having to um, get Waisaki Naholo to put on the Jets to be able to get back and stop what could have been a try. Um, so, you know, I think they scrambled well. In the end, they got done by a wonderful trick play called Redskins, um, that was the only way that the uh, Barbars got over the line right at the very end of that particular half of football. But I think he'll, the message we got, I think he will be recounting that to his players. I think he'll be reasonably pleased with what he saw. Beautiful. Uh, Nigel, I loved that move. I thought it was fantastic. I believe we're going to have the originator of that move coming onto the show very soon, uh, which I really liked. So, yeah, Quagga Smith was incredible. You know what I thought? There were a couple of selections there of Southern Hemisphere guys who'd been left out of their national squads uh, and had moved. Obviously, Stephen Luatua, one of those. I thought he, he looked fantastic out there until he ran out of gas. And also Quagga Smith, too. Like you said, and I thought, hmm, this is an interesting case of selectors in the last few years. Have they have they maybe let the opportunities go on a couple of guys who've developed into into brilliant players? 
Yeah, well, I think with Quagga Smith, I mean, he was really in his, I think it was either his first full season of Super Rugby since saying, hey, I actually want to step away from the Sevens, sevens program. Yeah. Anyone who's watched the block, uh, block Blitz play know how good Quagga Smith is as a Sevens player. And he translated that well for the Lions. Um, a, a lot of people will be thinking, oh, that's the bloke that got sent off in the Super Rugby final because a lot of people didn't pay any attention to the Lions until it got to that point. Quagga Smith played really, really well. He was part of a very good loose forward combination. Um, you know, stepped into the breach. Likes of Yako Creel was involved in that there. Warren Whiteley, although Warren got got injured, he really stepped in and he was very, very good uh, for that particular team. So he's a guy. I'm sure a lot of people would have looked at that and go, "How is he not a Springbok?" I think we may know why he's not. Um, but he'd be a guy who I think uh, Alistair Kurtz here probably needs to look at because just relentless. From first minute to last, he was very, very impressive. And, and Stephen Luatua, Steve Hansen said it himself. We saw, gentlemen, the reason why we didn't want him to go. And I, I thought Stephen Luatua was outstanding as well. Nigel Yeldon, our rugby editor, is in Paris. Radio Sport, thanks to Air New Zealand. We'll touch base with Nigel later in the week. Radio Sport Breakfast. Kent, Nathan and Mark. Radio Sport.